and welcome to Real Time. We're your hosts, Caroline Jarevicius and Julia Santagata. Today, we will be diving into the disturbing history of America's education system and the issue of racism, and more specifically, the story of a young boy from Plano, Texas, and his traumatic experience with racism in his middle school. Historically speaking, racism in the educational system can date back to the start of the Jim Crow laws. Even though these laws are now abolished, the remains of the institution are most definitely felt to this day. Segregation within communities, more specifically urban areas and suburbs, have a direct impact on the quality of education. There tends to be a disturbing pattern where urban areas have less access to educational opportunity for those that are seeking it, causing for the continuation of the cycle of poverty and racism to continue. The really sad part about this is that when one is born into poverty in an urban area and can't access private education and they must resort to the local public school system, they are not able to live up to their fullest potential and will often just stay on the same level as where they were born for their entire lives. However, in this predominantly, however, in the predominantly white suburbs where property taxes are higher, the quality of education tends to be higher too. Opportunity is plentiful and the teachers tend to be of higher quality and are paid better. The discrepancies are, are numerous when one really gets a good look into the differences in education. Now let's look at another scenario. A black family living in the suburbs has the same, ha, has the same access to education as a white family living in the suburbs. However, will it be the same quality? Not necessarily. When exposed to racism and education, according to the American Psychological Association, black kids are more likely to be suspended than their white classmates and teachers are less likely to spend extra time helping them understand material. Not only is discrimination coming from the school itself, but also from the surrounding classmates. Bullying based on race is a huge issue that impacts the learning process, especially if it is done at a young age. According to Florida State University, 23% of uh, allegations of bullying involved harassment or bullying on the basis of race, which most definitely impacts those students' well-being and ability to learn effectively. In order to see bullying based on race more clearly, we will be looking into the story of a young black boy in Plano, Texas middle school and how, and how the way his classmates treated him dramatically disrupted his education. Active investigation is underway by Plano school officials and police after disturbing allegations of bullying and abuse involving students at Haggard Middle School. The victim's mother said she had been reporting those incidents to the school for months. Nicole Nielsen reports. Protesters have broken out in front of Haggard Middle School. It comes as 13-year-old Samarion Humphrey's mother said the bullying at school had been going on over the past year, but that everything came to a head at a sleepover last month. <laughs> she posted the now viral video to Facebook accusing her son's classmates of forcing Humphrey to drink urine. She claims the sleepover was orchestrated by the kids to purposefully bully him, one of them befriending him the month before to get him to come. But it was also that night she says he was shot with BB guns, hid in his sleep, and called racial slurs. She says Humphrey has been harassed, degraded, and physically and mentally tortured by his schoolmates, but despite reporting the incident, says she didn't receive help from staff. When you say there's nothing you can do, what do you mean exactly? Because <laughs> I got to be honest, <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of things you could do where it was premeditated and it was obvious 
that Samarion was only invited for their pure entertainment. Police say they will conduct a full investigation to identify any criminal offenses. Plano ISD also says they're investigating. We reached out to them about how often they received these bullying reports and why nothing was done sooner. Still, no word back. In Plano, Nicole Nielsen, CBS 11 News. Plano, Texas teen at Hagrid Middle School was harassed by white football players because he is black. The parents of the unidentified teen are outraged as a video of white middle school students bullying their son circulates. The bullying had gotten so bad that the young black teen had to quit the football team. The list of allegations include taking his inhaler, beating him with a belt in a school locker room, calling him racial slurs, shooting him with a BB gun, and forcing him to drink urine at a sleepover. The incident at the sleepover had been the tipping point for the black teen's family. His mother even tells reporters she had gone to the school about previous bullying incidents and nothing was done. In concern for their children's safety, other mothers of Haggard students protested outside of the school. An online petition was also created and signed by more than 2,000 family, friends, and Haggard alumni in, in an attempt to end bullying at Haggard, especially racially motivated bullying. As an investigation continues, the boys' parents report that they plan to move their son to a private school in hopes of better opportunities and a safer environment. experiencing something racist because you know it doesn't look like what you expect and what i'm talking about is microaggressions and people will hear the phrase microaggression but i don't think they really understand what it means so can you kind of explain what that is and and why because of the nature of a microaggression you know even the victim of that microaggression may dismiss it as something else other than racism Yes. Um, so some of the work that's being done on this now, uh, primarily by Dr. Daryl Sue out of uh, Teachers College, Columbia University, um, they're basically slights. They're subtle, uh, sometimes um, thought of as minimalist statements or gestures that uh, would appear harmless to some, um, but not, they're not always intentional. Sometimes they are intentional, but in many respects, they still traumatize people of color when they have to navigate, should I speak to these moments or should I not? And the stress of uh, minimizing my own um, experience of racism um, or uh, by speaking up, could I be identified as somebody playing a race card of sorts? The pressure is sort of a catch-22. I'm damned if I speak up and I'm damned if I don't. And reflecting on the education systems in America, I realize how lucky I am to have access to the private education that I've gone through my whole life. Other people in America, however, are not so lucky. The system, that need, the system needs to be fixed in order to provide for better educational opportunities for all. Julia, have you ever witnessed racism in a private school? How is it handled? Yes, I have witnessed racism in my own private school. Although my school is predominantly full of white students and is Catholic, I do witness and hear racist comments every so often. Sometimes I think it is easy for white students, even at my own school, to make such racist comments as they aren't necessarily directed towards a person of color, and this does not make it right. In cases where racism has been present in my private school, I feel that the situation has always been handled in private. I feel that sometimes when a racist comment is made in a predominantly white and private-slash-Catholic institution, the issue is handled behind 
closed doors as it may ruin the reputation of the school. This is an issue as well as it has presented itself over the past two years at my own school. What are your opinions on what repercussions bullies should face for racism? I believe that bullies should face more repercussions than what they do currently. I often hear the argument that they are still kids or they're still learning between right and wrong, but that's honestly an excuse from parents who fail to teach their children valuable morals. When looking back at the story of the teens from Plano, Texas, those bullies knew exactly what they were doing and majority of it was premeditated with racial motives. Of course, kids aren't perfect and neither am I, but at a middle school age, one should know bullying is not tolerated. Making anyone feel bad about themselves or even scaring them to step into school should involve more repercussions and consequences as they know what they are doing. How do you think racism in the education system can be combated? I think that racism in schools starts at home and especially at a young age. Those who live in households where racism is present only teaches children to be racist as well. I feel that if many parents made the effort to teach their children that skin color holds no boundaries, racism in schools wouldn't be as present. Going along with the last question, I also believe racism wouldn't be as prevalent in schools if they offered more repercussions and punishments for being racist in school. Do you think there's a realistic way to actually stop racism as a whole in society? Where does that start? I believe that realistically, some people will always be racist, unfortunately. I think that some people in this world will always spread hatred, especially towards a group of people who are not white. I do believe and hope that when my generation becomes parents, we teach our kids to do better. I think the end to racism starts at home.